This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there, what do you say there, world? Welcome to the Catch-Up Show. No, it's not the Catch-Up Show. It's the Racers Recap. Uh, another episode. Actually, this is going to be a double episode. Probably going to cut it off and then start a separate feed. But welcome. I am Justin. How do you make it? I'm James Earl. Oh, I'm Diana. I'm sorry. <laughs> I miss my cue. I'm Corey. I think it's my turn. And today we have a two lucky. Uh, we're lucky enough to have two current racers. One of Team Mom and Dad back-to-back winners that we're going to talk about today. Joey Cavino. Hey there. Hi hey everyone. How's it going? Seal clap. Oh. <laughs> and the person that. People have been talking about online a lot. Brooke, uh, how do you say your last name? Cammy? Cammy. Cammy. Hi, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and joining the Racers Recap. Um, I just want to apologize for postponing the show from yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, I have a, I guess, a second cousin. My cousin's daughter is, I uh, just found out she has to go through another heavy round of chemo. She has a tumor in her mouth area i don't want to get too much into it i'll put links i'll put links below so you guys can check it out later uh but um i'm back we're here we were visiting family we were visiting family yeah sorry i get a little too much yeah all right let's catch up the show kicks off it just kicks off with drama the first episode we're here for season 29 episode four uh, it kicks off with more drama and an awkward moment between the boys and Vank and Ashton. It seems like they're allowing a little talking going on after the check-ins. Oh, they're absolutely going to allow that. They're going to soak up every bit of that they can. Um, <laughs> the, more, the fact that they're giving this much storyline, though, I think we're going to see some retribution on the boys' side coming up. Ooh. Yeah, well, they came over to kind of give their apologies and to apologize for... I guess being a little aggressive, but it, it just so happens that it was right when Vank and Ashton were talking about them. So um, I don't know if the apology was accepted fully, but mm. I don't know. What do you think about it, Corey? Stay tuned. <laughs> Double <laughs> U-turns are coming. All right. So they find out they're staying in Tanzania. Mike and Liz are at 817. Tara, Joey, 10 minutes later. Vank and Ashton about 30 minutes later. And then 10-minute cycles for everybody else. Except Becca and Floyd and Shamir and Ashton. They are, I mean, Shamir and Sarah, the two hours and 27 minutes behind first place. But... As the Amazing Race always does, there's going to be another catch-up point coming up. At the start of this leg, teams are instructed to find a house. All right. They're supposed to find a house of a guy they've never heard of, of a name, right? We don't know, but it's Freddie Mercury. Let me ask you a question. I want both Scott, uh, I mean, uh, Brooke, Joey, did you guys have time at the airport to hang out? Because it looked like you had time at the airport to hang out before you guys went to Zanzibar. Yeah, but this was their second leg, too. Yeah, this- oh. This was there's okay. no Yeah. They, before they came to Zanzibar originally, and when they were in Zanzibar, is there any time that you guys could have used a Google at some point to Google Zanzibar? 
there was a um we had a holdover in johannesburg south south africa where there were people googling stuff and do basically drawing maps and trying to find out um different like monuments and things i think a lot of the guys got where the monument was and i think that's what they were more concerned on but there was a lot of information for people to take in um I was off drinking a beer, so I didn't do any of that. <laughs> but too, I mean, you don't know what's going to be needed. Was it going to be monuments? Was it going to be something crazy? Right, but, but for me, there's two things. I mean, Freddie Mercury's like one of the only famous people ever to come out of Zanzibar. So but did you know that beforehand? Did you know that beforehand? No. But if you Google it, it should come up at some point. And I did Google it, and it was on one of the first pages when you just Google Zanzibar. Never but what I'm saying it. is I want, to, I want to put a blindfold on you and just give a country, and I don't think no. you would have been able to pull that Wait, out. I will well, tell you this, though. Anytime we flew anywhere, Justin researched where we were going, even on the airplane, talking to people, you know, what's in Argentina, what's there to do, what's there to see. And, uh like actually the the thing where it said for us the cathedral of pola yeah yeah, i feel like like he knew that it wasn't a church because he had done research before and known that argentina was known for its polo so there was two things i just think at some point you come across freddie mercury and at some point you come across these zanzibar boxes that are famous there's not many things zanzibar is famous for well, this is the so, thing is our original clue said go to Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. It didn't say go to Zanzibar. We didn't learn that till the next morning. So when we, we, were, we were looking in Dar es Salaam and we were everyone, to be honest, I think Brooke can say the same thing was, oh, we're going to go see like the Serengeti or some sort of animal preserve. So I was convinced right. I was going to get eaten by a lion and that was the end of my <laughs> show. So I think a lot of people were focusing and actually kind of hoping for that. I was, I, would hope, I was hoping for that. So while Joey was off drinking a beer, Scott and I were the people who were drawing maps and Googling everything yeah. because I don't know if you know it, but I'm not the fastest person. So we had to use the other skills that we had. And we, uh, Seth, who, you know, rest in peace, one of my favorite people, we were aligned <laughs> with him. Um, well, he had these hold colored on, pencils and we shared hold colored on. pencils. So my little book is all is color coded. <laughs> now just hanging myself. I feel so bad about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what is he doing? I'm sorry that wasn't to you. But anyway, we had colored pencils and color coded everything and maps that were drawn fairly to scale. So we, we Googled a lot. But again, we didn't actually know about Zanzibar until the next day and there was no airport layover gotcha. there right gotcha all right that makes more sense because i i wrote yeah, down over here every bit of here. information yeah. i could possibly have <laughs> anything it was known for exports imports president i was just like <laughs> I, I don't know so i just wanted to see uh the the actual he got really tiring to be with on the race i can <laughs> imagine this is shocking this is shocking information. <laughs> <laughs> also the clue another one bites the dust was it in bold or was it in quotes I don't remember, Brooke. I'm trying to think if I have it. I could go look, but I don't think I have that one. I think, one I think it was bold. I think it was bold. We didn't have any hashtags or anything like that, but I think it was bold. Right. Yeah. Oh, it no, was it been, but honestly. It was in quotes. It was in quotes. Yeah. It was part of a sentence where another one bites the dust. Gotcha. 
All right, so another thing that super fans, if super fans watching, anytime that the thing's bolded, anytime that things are capitalized, anytime that things have quotation marks, it's done for a reason, and it is a big part of the clue. You should always go back and read that a second and third time and look. I'm not going to fault anyone for that though, because my little happy ass would have just been like sitting there, like another one by the dust. Wonder where we're going. (laughs) (laughs) You're not saying the Queen song, and and that building. I had no idea where we're going. (laughs) All right, so another one bites the dust is in the clue. All right, Joey wanted to get a cab, but um, you wanted to get another cab. You had your gut feeling that this was the wrong place. You followed it up with, is this the right way to go? Yeah, is that the right way to go? Yeah, you see? And you didn't get out of the cab. Why didn't you follow the cab? Oh, we did get out of the cab. The very next sentence that I that they cut out in editing was, hey, your head's on fire, right? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get out of the cab. <laughs> yeah, so we did. We got right out of the cab right there. Oh, they didn't show that. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. We jumped right out. We, we, we went about 20 feet, and then we got out. Oh, perfect. That's smart. Because that, uh, that is my biggest regret on the race. There was two times that I didn't follow my gut. It felt wrong. There was something twisting. I didn't follow it. And anybody going on the race, that is going to be one of the number one rules is to always follow your gut. There's a reason you feel that way. That's, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's where mom and I got out is when he took us to that wrong garden, I knew, I knew it wasn't, but he was telling me it was, and that's what I ended up like putting a seal in our coffin. So I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Right. Yeah, you even questioned him, and you could tell you didn't, you didn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I knew it wasn't, but he told me it was. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What about Mike <laughs> and Liz digging through the dirt? All right. Good God, like, what? Uh, what is happening? I love that. I didn't know that no, because sometimes you just, like, you see race colors in places that you're like, oh, is, you know, is, like, you guys are going to see race colors if you haven't already, wherever you I'm go for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, did either of you know that that happened before watching? No, Mike. Mike told us when we saw him on the race, and I go, "What, what did you do?" And he said, "We were digging in the field for about an hour, man. It was just crazy." So there were um, like six of us, seven of us who were in Vegas this weekend watching together, and we saw this, and we all just fell on the floor because none of us had any idea that that had happened, and it was just, it was so just perfect, like one red and yellow that's bag great. of gravel, like that's. That's it great they didn't tell anybody. I probably wouldn't have been able to keep my mouth shut. Like, we were digging in dirt. <laughs> well, we were looking for dirt. Yeah. The guy that he was talking to through the door, his name was Farouk. So he asked the guy, hey, do you know where Farouk lived? The guy goes, oh, yeah, sure. I'll take you to his house. So they knock on the guy's door. And he says, yeah, my name's Farouk. What do you want? He goes, you speak perfect English. Do you got a clue for me? He goes, no. Are you guys, are you guys, are you the guys from the market yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> the market? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so- we're going to add subtitles for you, Joey. Yeah, I know. I need power here for that. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the detour. Lock or knock. And lock teams had to go uh, to the shop and look through these authentically designed chests, each one of them containing secret compartments that they uh, took a lot of teams a long time to find. And inside was a key. That key correlated to a, a lock. He opened up the lock. Pretty straightforward, kind of needle in a haystack style of clue, but with a little twist to it because you had to use some brains as well, not just straight look through it, uh, time consuming, kind of like that. And now knock, teams had to go around and travel the crazy streets and find uh, uh, doors, specific doors using a map. And uh, it seems pretty straightforward as well. That is a hustle run map. Uh, a type- I don't think you got a map. You didn't get a map. They didn't get the map? No, another thing right. they didn't give us was that clue about the um- – the dragon and the lion and all they didn't they didn't tell us yeah. anything about that either we they just figured that part doors. yeah yeah, yeah. the well, map is in the next episode it. i'm sorry yeah, phil, sorry about that yeah phil said it um 
You just, they got to find the, the duel with the with what was like a lion and a snake, a serpent or something. They, that, they didn't tell us that at all. They just said, go find three royal, royal looking doors. Yeah. yeah. So they had to go find these three royal looking doors, which I think is pretty cool. And I've never seen anything like this in history is uh, going through cultures is they use their doors as a sign of their uh, wealth, of the sign of their, their standing. In yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got some beautiful doors on the side of like a tent. <laughs> <laughs> So which ones would you guys have picked and why? Uh, Corey? Uh, we would have been knocking on doors, hands down. Uh, we never really wanted to get in a situation where we were looking for a needle in a haystack, which you saw us do horribly at when we were in uh, Armenia. Uh, so, yeah, we would have been running the streets looking for doors, hands down. Mom and I would have done lock. We hate trying to run and find places, especially when we don't know what we're looking for. That was when we would falter badly. So we would have picked lock, and I think we would have regretted it because I do think lock was harder, um, especially early on. But mom and I would have gone with lock. What about us? Uh, I feel like we would have gone the door. What's what's the door one? Knock. Yeah. Yeah, lock. Knock, 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 knock. Well, um, I Googled like royal doors, stone, stone town. And, mm-hmm. and and the one with like the spikes did come up. So I feel yeah. like if you knew that or if you got that one, then and Tara even said it like, oh, like we have to look for the big ones. We have to look for the big, nice doors. My question um, is how much Google was available, though, because I know like when we were in some of the countries like in India and then when we were in Zambia, like the Google was hard to find. The only Google yeah. we had was on a layover in Johannesburg uh, a couple days earlier and it was only for a couple hours. Well, and again, actually. I was, no, because Vank and Ashton found a hotel lot. They went to the hotel lobby and they right. were Googling. Oh, yeah, so that's right. There was Google yeah. um, unless, you know, you it's just you not the cool. other help them. Yeah, yeah I know, like, and, <laughs> and you don't know what, like, blocking <laughs> things they have. Like, you know, they could block certain websites. Oh, and, and yeah. It's not like American Google. Right. Definitely. And I actually think the boys went to, there was a travel agency on the same block because we caught up with them and they were on a computer for a hot second. Um, Joey, I wanted to ask you, do you think if you and Tara would have continued doing knock, would you have finished before Liz and Mike found the key? I don't know because as Brooke can attest, it was so hot in there. I wanted to die. It was like a hundred. Right, but, but I feel like it the only reason why you went there is because you kind of stumbled upon it and you were like, let's just do this. Cause we're here. Had you continued to look for the doors, the other two doors, do you think that you would have done that because you got to the, the lock first, like you got to that second detour first as well. Right. We, when we went, we got knock first, then we got that first stick. And so right. we're, we're cruising along and that place is like a labyrinth. You, you get turned around really easy, really, really easy. And we didn't know if we had gone down the street. We didn't, and then we did find a little gift curio place and they had a postcard, like a postcard rack with royal doors on them. But there was like 50. So we just looked no. at it and went, oh, shit. And then we came across a flag with the thing. So oh, let's go in there and give that a, the old college try, which went horribly wrong. Uh uh, James, how, how do you feel about uh, Scott asking, can we follow you? So I've been guilty of this before, so I've definitely done that. Um, 
It just depends. It depends on your relationship with the team. I think if you have a good relationship, by all means, because I like to stick with someone. Like my comfort level is when I know another team was when they knew where they were. I hated when I had no idea where they are because yeah. when you get really separated and then you lose a little track of time, you don't know if you're just hours behind everyone else. So I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't. I don't pick a problem with that either too. I know Justin always has comments about people saying they're going to follow each other, but I mean, Tyler and I always felt more comfortable if we could see another team because we knew we could outrun anyone to the mat other than Brody and Kurt. And yeah, as long as you know where somebody is, I mean, let them make an error if you're going to follow them. So I, I don't pick any problems with following people. Well, and so, you know, so just so what they didn't show is the leg at the end of the leg before from the market. So London and Logan and us started working together and we had caravaned from the market to the pit stop. And then at the beginning of this leg, we just said, okay, so we'll follow you this time. Um, and so that's how that happened. We started, that was the very beginning of the two teams sort of working together a little bit as you saw in the two legs. Yeah. And, I'll so, caveat. and also, you're all going to the same place, so it's not really following yeah. anybody. You all, all have the same clue. It's, you're yeah. assuming that they're going the right way. I'm on oh. your side, Brooke. I'm on your side. I'm on your side, I too, Brooke. I think it's so funny I when people it's... say you follow. You, we all are going to the same place, so there's only so many circuitous ways you can get yeah. there. Well, just Ask when... Mike and Liz if they're all going to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> you go follow Mike and Liz and tell me how good you would have finished. <laughs> Well, they came in first a couple times, so maybe I should have been following. <laughs> I mean, follow them unless they're driving. That's what I've learned about that team. Yeah. <laughs> so the, way, the, the rules that we had, uh, one of the our commandments was uh, be a leader and not a follower. We were never going to follow somebody else. In our heads, following somebody else is assuming that they know better than you. And I I don't want to ever assume we that. We all know Justin thinks anybody he knows. Anybody in the race knows better than I do. I always know a better way, and that's always how I feel. <sighs> and if I'm not sure, I ask. <laughs> Hey, can we have a cry meter between like Justin and Brooke just to see who cries? <laughs> no offense, Brooke. Justin well, will beat you on that one. I don't, I don't think so. This season's not over yet. We're still in right. Somebody made, uh, somebody made a Twitter. Somebody made a Twitter what? Justin's tears to kind of oh. troll on him. So when Brooke reaches that status, then <laughs> have I not yet? Really? You think you outcried me? Okay. I'll oh. take it. He outcried you in the first episode. <laughs> now, now here at the end of this episode doesn't justify what I'm about to say, but is ever switching a detour and then switching back the right move? I mean, considering Joey and, and Tara did it, but is that ever the right move? How close were they? That's my question to you, Joey. Because, like, you ran from the doors to the place. Was it a long distance? Was it a taxi? What was it? I can tell you. I, apparently, our cameraman had a pedometer with him. And when we got back to the the ferry, we had run 14 miles. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was over 100 degrees. And my pack is, you know, as you saw, kind of big. But <laughs> I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Stay with that. <laughs> Did you have the Ryans? The Ryans always told me how far we were running. That was that the Ryans. Yeah, yeah, that was them. You did have a pedometer. <laughs> they were dragging. Poor guys. They loved having me. They didn't have to go very far. <laughs> they looked at us and went, oh, no. Every time Sweet. we got someone, they said, yes. <laughs> nice, easy day. Diana, what do you think? Is it ever the right move to switch and then switch back? I don't know. I mean, it's like a, it's an audible. Like you got to just call it as it comes. I don't it's feel comfort like zone, really when once all the groups started getting into the 
into the that loft area thing and it was yeah. just it was chaos you yeah, didn't know what you what you had checked and what this guy had checked and then there's people running in and out and you know the box are expensive and we got warned more than a few times to <laughs> be careful with them <laughs> what did yeah. the clue say as far as secret compartment anything or just like look through the boxes and find your clue look through just the boxes find your, and find your yeah. clue I think it should go look in, go in there and find it because when I went up the stairs, I'm like, we didn't even know it was in there. I was like, oh shit, right. it's a room full of boxes. Yeah, I don't even think it said boxes. It just said yeah, go find, find the clue. clue. Yeah. All right, now here, Vank and Ashton are arguing about. They said they were googling it about. Oh, he wanted to take a couple extra minutes to Google it, find pictures or a map of some sort, which I thought was the right move, and she was just giving him crap about it. And I know the dynamic there is just terrible, but wait, Ashton gave Vank crap or something? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, love it. Wow. Yeah, like I mean, I thought that was the right idea. Like get as much inf- get as much information as you can online, pictures, yeah. as you can. I mean, not waste that time, but use that time in the beginning and hopefully you won't have to stop after that. Like here's It'll the thing, just- I, if if they were like trying to find multiple people, like they're like running through hundreds and hundreds of people and no one was having Google, then by all means Ashton's right. But if you have the computer, like you're there, the waivers are signed, like utilize it. Like right. squeeze right. every drop you can out of that. Because that is valuable. But like Diana said, he was on Google and he couldn't find anything because of probably the you know, it's not the same thing as an American Google. Yeah. Well, right. right. I mean, and like I Googled it here and I mean, like you said, Joey, there are like websites with lots and lots and lots of pictures of doors. But if you go to images, there is that one door with like um, the spikes on it. Yeah. You're always one click away. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I missed it. It's from Boston. It's a a Boston thing. You always have it there. Uh, All right. So Brooke found the secret drawer. Yay. But. Then she said it pretty loud. And how many other teams heard you when you were explaining it, Brooke? Just one, actually, only heard me. The boys heard me. And was that purposeful you know what, or were you just excited? I mean, I, I don't know if you've noticed. I talk kind of loud, so I don't <laughs> Even my whisper is probably a stage whisper. Um, but the boys, but the boys um, I don't know if – I didn't watch a lot of the extras, but I know that there is an extra of Scott and I talking to Matt and Red – um, about working together and who we want out, what we want to do. And uh, so we probably would have shared the information with them anyway because we were already working together. Um, See, and I'd like to think we, they would have done the same at that point because they can outrun us if they need to. Um, but, you know, of course I said it loud and then they, they got in there first and left us in the dust. So. <laughs> Well, they left it in the dust because of uh, a user error on Scott's part. He had the key and put it in the lock, couldn't figure out how to turn a key for some reason. It didn't work. Uh, and then wind up finding another key. You got it, gave the key away. They turned it, looked like first or second try, got it to go pretty simple, and they passed you. So, you had a press. What was the thought process? Second foot actually didn't, pa- I don't, they didn't pass us. That key actually was very difficult to get through the lock. And so we figured we know how to find another, let's find as many as we can. Everyone else was finding keys that had, were, were for fishes, or for fish, sorry, that was stupid. Um, and we found a scorpion one. And so we're thinking maybe the scorpion ones don't work. We need to find a fish one. So we just kept looking and looking. And, you know, it worked out that we found two, thank goodness, so. Now, were you able to rehide that? Was that ever a thought in your head? Um, we probably could have, but what you didn't see was Becca in all her 
gorgeous glory literally jumped in scott's path and was like can i have it and he was like well okay (laughs) i feel like that's a tough position to be in when somebody's like can i have it right to your face i mean i mean it was the right thing to do i will say that i said to Beck and Floyd, I was saying the whole time, they have the express pass. Why didn't you ask them for the express pass? And, but there was no proof they had it. I just sort of had it in my head because I'd asked Floyd about it and he had this, like, <laughs> wow. it's po- right. Floyd's a, he's a young and he doesn't have a great poker face. Floyd, and I was like, he's got Floyd it. can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that was but a saving grace for y'all. For, for that oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I, I, I really think y'all would have gotten a penalty if y'all hadn't put it back to exactly where y'all found it. For two reasons. Yes, for two reasons. And there's precedent for this. So in in season 28, it's unaired, but Sherry and Cole, during one of the challenges, you had to, like, find three matching pairs of something. Cole took four, and they got a 30-minute penalty for it. And then back in season 14, there's Mark and Michael, who, like, messed with some equipment and tried to hide some stuff, and they actually got another 30-minute penalty as well. So I think if you had put it somewhere else – and not the original place that would have been like tampering with the, the clue. So yeah. I think it, unless you had either, you had three options, you had to like put it back to where it was or give it to someone else or did a penalty. Like, I think those are your three options. Wow. You think if we put uh, it in a go- different sacred drawer, that would have been bad too, I, huh? I, think, I don't I know think, where I got it. Right. I think, I mean, I'm telling you, I think that would have been called like tampering with the clue and that, I was, in that role. I was definitely, let's wondering. go down the line. I was gonna say I was definitely wondering how many keys there were because it reminded me of the the emeralds that we had to get in the volcano in Colombia because there was like two extra emeralds just in case which as you guys saw I lost I dropped and lost one of the emeralds so we weren't penalized because there were extras but the whole time I was watching it I was wondering are there exactly the right amount of keys or are there extras just in case I I mean there weren't a lot there were we looked through a lot of drawers, but there were, yeah. I mean, there must've been extras, especially cause everyone didn't do that half. So. And I feel like since there was two keys for each shape or design, then I feel like it was kind of set. So James, but, oh, could you have said no, if they asked you to face? <laughs> no, yeah, I would, I would have given it to them. You know, I would have, I gave up information like that. Joey. <laughs> oh, I would have gave it right up. I you'll, you'll see coming up that. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'll just give it to anybody. Corey. <laughs> Who's asking? Which one of those teams from my season one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good question. Sherry and Cole, answer. they can have the key. I'm not giving that to Bernie and Ashley, that's for sure. <laughs> what about you, baby? Yeah, uh, I'm with Corey. It depends on the team. The boys, no. <laughs> you know? I mean, if uh, Tanner and Josh asked us, no. Who had the dentists? Was that anybody? That wasn't anyone that was, here. No, that was 25. 20, um, yeah, five. 20 25. Pretty big buff guy, really shiny teeth. There's always a sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. Cool. All right. So, uh, why, Joey, why was your bag still so huge after all this time? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell were you holding on to? <laughs> My son was in there. I missed him. <laughs> Did you have a big uh, actual size Ted doll you had to carry around with you just in case it's thunderstorm? No, I had a 12 pack in there. That I believe. <laughs> that would just has bigger clothes. Takes up more space. Yeah. And I'm hair products. Kidding. When did you get rid of your hair products? Uh, Tara threw those out in like the second day. She's like, you don't need these. <laughs> Good for her. I used hers. <laughs> All right. So James Arrow found out that taking the key would give us a penalty. I made sure I put that in. Now, Lolo is watching teams leave the task. Now, this is one of those tasks where you watch teams leave. 
and then teams leave, and then, and then you're the last one there. And that could literally change your whole race and just knock your world out. Yeah, my question was, why, like. why didn't they ask someone who was leaving? Like, you know, like, where did you find that? I mean, I feel like they just... Did they have any alliances? We would have given it to them. I actually... Yeah, don't, I don't know why they didn't realize ask. They like, were how in did the you room. find that? Had I known that they were in the room, I we probably would have given it right to them because they were the ones that we were working with more than anybody. But I said to them, because they must have been in the other, there were like three rooms. Three rooms. Yeah. Didn't even know they were there. Yeah, because for me, that was the hardest part of the uh, of the race for me was when I was at the, the task and I was doing the meat task and I got there pretty soon and the second group came and then people started passing me from the second group and it really just takes something out of you and you try to like, you know, get yourself back into it. And, and I, it's it, it says a lot about the character of the person, about how they react in that situation. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, Team Lolo, who are not getting it, I'm trying it's so hard to figure out their edit. They're either be next out or they're going to win it all. I, I can't tell. I'm Third. telling you, the teams this season are all so even, I think, in com- on competition. That is hard. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I feel like I don't even know who Logan and London, I, I don't even remember their names because I feel like next yeah. to Joey and Tara that they're not getting anything. They're well, getting. You the, turned the best team out there to get any air time, <laughs> <laughs> and, st- and still it was all about Ryan Redmond. <laughs> no, I, I mean I definitely agree. I think London and Logan are getting the Zach and Rachel edit from my season, where it's like suddenly they're at a task, and then suddenly they're done with it, but you don't really know how they got done with it or what they did to like succeed at it. But I mean, they're, they're getting a no positive drama, edit. It's, it's just yeah, no drama. So yeah, none. Yeah, it's hard to tell. All right, so here's where production was trying to uh, rub it in, uh, I think, Shamir's face, where they went and everybody gets onto the ferry and they're all talking about, oh, they're so excited that uh, Sarah and Shamir ain't there. And I know that's for for a couple reasons, because they know they're not in last place, but it's usually because you don't get that excited unless one of those players you're excited for them to be leaving. Am I misreading this? No, you're you're misreading that. I can think of many a times during our race where – it was just like when there's someone else so far behind that you have such a buffer. It's amazing. You remember led through, uh, it was the Argentina led the um, uh, San Antonio de Areco when the dancers were so far behind us. It takes the pressure completely off. It yeah. does. It makes it it's, so much nicer. Yeah, when we were taking the train into France and the models were the only team to miss the train. I was like, okay, well, we're not being eliminated, but I also would have much rather had the models still be in it than a couple other teams. So, yeah, see, Justin was just like, first place, first place. <laughs> there is no second place. Second place uh, means nothing. If you're second or ninth, if you're not first place, we're not talking about first that. place doesn't matter to the last lead, though. I know. Agreed. Talking about being like, you know, pressure off. There was. I never will say, and I think that Joey, I think Joey will agree with me, is that. It wasn't that it was Shamir, Shamir and Sarah that missed the ferry. It was that someone missed the ferry. And yeah. if Shamir and Sarah had made it and London and Logan had missed, I mean, look, look, she's one of like my closest friends. I would say that if somebody missed it, it was more of a, you know, better them than us situation. Yeah, right. And so yeah. it wasn't a party because it was them. It was a party because it was someone. Gotcha. And I, oh. well, I love them both dearly. Like they are fantastic people. Oh, here's yeah, that part was great. You have to separate race from real exactly. life. Like, right. Justin yeah. race. I hate him. Like I hate you, Justin. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate, I hate him. him too. <laughs> but like in real life, you're awesome. In real life, I can hang out with you. In race life, like <laughs> I can't say that much, but I'm just saying, race to you is like. 
Tom. Justin was the first person with Diana, the first Amazing Race races I've ever saw. And I go, who is this asshole? Why is he crying? And he's in the cab going, oh, my whole life. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. God. That's why I have like a stone face because I'm looking at yeah. him going, like you're cr- get like there's like extra footage where i'm like get it together like i am slapping him to get it together that first like because uh, he's that was you not like, the partner the i signed like- up to be with <laughs> you, you, justin you do grow on people you do you were my early favorite so it's fine i think like you i watched it for 15 years and said i need to do this every season and so i get your passion dude oh, that's great uh, all right, so uh, I this is one of the, my my favorite parts of the whole episode. It's when Sarah and Shamir are in the cab, and she quotes one of the golden rules: "Doesn't matter how far you think you're behind, you should never give up." And I, I mean, obviously, you saw in like one, my heart, my heart almost gave up because I was crying, thinking that it was over. Um, and, and, I kind of feel like you gave up a little bit there. I didn't give up. <laughs> I didn't stop and say I'm not going to do it. I know, anything. but you're crying like, we're going like, home. Mentally, it was like, damn, this could be it. But I never gave up. I never stopped. I never paused. I didn't fight any less hard. But I think there's a lot of did people you, that... Did you cry at your uh, wedding, Justin? Not like, oh. oh, my <laughs> God, yeah. No, but can I tell <laughs> then you? Then he's okay. Then he's okay. No, wait, he, he held up us walking down the aisle because of my gift. <laughs> Okay. I was crying so hard. My eyes were swollen. I couldn't breathe. My uh, gift. My gift. Not even like what the ceremony. I, uh. So check this out. She wrote, uh, she had this journal thing where she wrote down everything nice. A that, reason to love him every day from the day we got uh, engaged to the day You guys are heartless. This is sweet. I'm, I'm on board with this. James oh. Earl. James Earl. Feel clap. Feel clap. <laughs> you, you cry your eyes out, baby. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> All right. So, so, so teams had to go to and pick up another clue from uh, another place. So it's one of those tasks. Another clue from another place. Let's just cruise. Upon arriving to the Desaco Umasad dispensary that nobody knows about, uh, teams must uh, go to the main office building inside where the manager must give them the next clue. Is that better? Now, did they do this so you wouldn't, like, I guess, get a hint of what you're doing? Yep. Did you kind of get an idea when you went to the metal place? There wasn't just, it wasn't just a metal place. It was like a giant flea market of wretchedness. There was just shit everywhere. (laughs) It was like an iron place and a woodworker's place and a, a live chicken place. You can get your live halal gotcha. chicken things and all that. So but then there was also, had, there was like painting and it was, there was yeah, artsy stuff. Too. Like, what, yeah. And what did the clue say? Because I don't think they said that. Go find a, go find uh, a stall in the, in the iron work. No, right? no, it was, who's a fan of heavy metal. Yeah, heavy so metal. Something, oh, that was, okay. something that could have been musical, which clearly wasn't. And, <laughs> and we went uh, <laughs> It's like the I'm gonna take a break. I'll be back in a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you want to skip this part because this is gonna be an interesting. No, time. I can laugh. I'm cool. It's fine. All right. Well, in this roadblock, uh, one team member had to make a ladle strainer out of sheet metal, <laughs> and some uh, some people had some problems with this. We're gonna get to that in a second. First, they had to cut this metal sheet out of aluminum using these hand snips. Uh, hand snips of pretty pretty hard to use i i will attest to that i've used them i have to use two hands when i use them so uh, i could definitely tell you uh, that that is definitely hard use that to make an aluminum spoon uh so you have to use some bending some cutting some snipping some twisting 
and some edging. Uh, Roadblock, would, uh, who, who would have done this and why there, uh, Corey? Who, who on your team would have done this one? This one's tough. I, I can, like, when I was watching the episode, I could see Tyler doing it. So I think that was, like, my decision. Something in my gut was, like, Tyler would have ended up doing this. And I see him almost hammering his thumb and all of that good <laughs> stuff that Tyler used to do. So it's a ladle. It's a ladle. He loves to ladle. <laughs> James Earl? Um, I think. Ideally, I would have done this just because it needed a little bit more brute behind it. But I, I don't want to shake the state of mom because she's kind of a badass. She like used to work in all types of weird shit. She used to like drive cement trucks and work in woodwork, and she knows how to do all that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, mom, mom is no joke. Yeah. What about, what I about? feel like you would have done it with that clue. Who went, like who's into heavy metal? Even music it was or music that. or something heavy and I metal. I would have made I think you do it either way. I, but I think she would have been better at it than I would. Uh, I don't think honest. so. I feel like I would have been like Becca. Like, you know, like this sucks. Like this is hard, but I'm making a ladle. You know, like, I just think <laughs> that was so cool. Like I get to make a ladle. So Brooke seems to be having a tough time. And uh, the editing makes it seem like the locals are laughing at her. Uh, she's the locals were not laughing the locals were so supportive no and i will say there was there was so much left out that i wish had been shown because it was it was i literally am laying on top of the garden shears and i am like trying to hang from like it was just so absurd that they could have shown so many things that like at one point i stopped crying and just have like a and they're like what is wrong with her like i just it was like you have to just I, you don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have to say, I look back. In, def- in defense of Brooke, when I first sat down, the guy gave me the tools that I was supposed to use. I took one look at the shears and I was like, are you shitting me? And I went to cut and they wouldn't cut at all. So I threw them and I grabbed, I said, give me yours. I saw how you did it. Give me yours. So he gave me his, his shears were a lot easier to use. I had, they were horrible. I was going to ask if you could have, because you could tell that everyone on the race had difficult you know, cutting shears and, and, and the actual people, theirs looked a lot sharper. Like so t- I, I feel like I would have been like, can I borrow yours? Because I they just looked I tried. better. I asked oh, to switch sucks. and they took it and they said, no, yours are good. And I was like, are they? Yeah, that's, <laughs> they weren't going to let me do it. I'm like, no, no, no. Give me the goddamn things. I said, no, we'll use these to build the act. Forget about it. I'm fucking. <laughs> oh, so I uh, uh, explain to me the process behind you going, stopping the task and just leaving it and going to Scott is I ran out to the front like four times. The first time I ran out. So they gave you these um, like winter <laughs> kind of winter gloves, but they were just like um, chenille kind of like winter gloves. And they were, I was so sweaty that they were just slight, but I had work gloves in my bag. So I ran out front and I was like, I need my work gloves. Scott threw people off my bag and started throwing things around until I got my work gloves. And then I went to the back and then, and then I was trying and Becca came to help me at thank goodness. And unfortunately what they didn't show is I had to make two ladles. So the one that Becca actually helped me with was not accepted and so i actually had to do a second circle and start again but god bless her because she it looks like she lost out on her first place to help me so oh wow bless her heart and um no i was gonna say when i was banging away that's why i'm laughing so hard i'm banging away at it and cutting everything and you went flying by i went holy shit she's done so quick i couldn't believe (laughs) it the only time you saw me running really fast i was like oh my gosh it was like 10 minutes But Scott had said, you know, come take breaks, come out, show your work. And so I came out and um, I was like, look, I need I need to know that you're like not out here, like 
because Scott and I both have a tendency to get frustrated. I was like, I need to know you're not out here freaking out and frustrated. I need us to have like a moment where you say like, you can do it, like build you up because earlier when he was going down the building, which we also should have swapped that task, you know, we went to the side, which I didn't show. And I was like, you've got this. It's okay. Just take a step over. So there were moments where we built each other up and, and they show pieces and snippets and parts, but that was just my, and that's when he said, use your relationships. And those little things, you know, it, it wasted 90 seconds of our time, but it was good to know that, you know, your partner has your back and is supportive. And So there's probably, probably four separate times on this race that your team did something that I would say never to do, and it came back to help you. And this oh, that, was, that was their strategy. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, like I said, my, my way doesn't work for everybody. It works for me, but that, that's something that I've never done. There's two uh, things, I, and then I'll – go ahead, James Earl. I was going to say, I agree with you, Justin. Like, mine and mom's race mentality is completely different of that, bro. So, like, I was going to see, like, I, I'm going to fault you in this, but I don't now that I hear your explanation because that build, that pick-me-up works for y'all. Like, mom and I's idea was we just got to power through. Like, even with the rap, the raps on when mom was struggling, I was like, you just got to keep going. Like, I just kept pushing her on the stage. and was like, we're going to keep trying this until we did it. But now that I've heard your explanation, I don't think that'll work for you. So I did it now. I do think right. you're getting an awful edit, though, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, this is so much fun talking to you now, but when I'm watching you on TV, I'm like, oh, my God, bro. I, I'm, I am like, oh, my God, bro. You, I'm yelling at myself. So, But I will say the one difference is, like, Scott couldn't see into the stalls. We were far back, so he couldn't see what I was doing, and I couldn't see how he was reacting. So there was just that need to, like, check in for 30 seconds and yeah. just be like, I'm back there. People are helping me. We got this. And then I would cry again. So, you know, it's fun. <laughs> you don't realize, I don't realize I'm doing it. You know, I don't, it's funny looking at it now because I think if I had a dollar for every time I said the words, I can't, I would actually be more than a millionaire. Which is yeah. Great. Well, but these are just things you say to yourself to get yourself through. I mean, I never stopped. So I guess I could, well, but those are my two comments. I love how, like, you're saying I can't as you are, which is like you're getting through everything by saying I can't do this, and you are, which was great. I know it's and, people off. And, Sorry, and I always just well, pass along what I tell my students. Like when my students say I can't do this, I say, Yeah, well, not with that attitude. So it's just kind of like you know, one of the best things, and you can tell, you can attest to this now, is one of the best things coming back is I feel like now I know I can do anything and I know you struggled with tasks, but I hope you feel like you can do the things that you thought you couldn't do. Oh, I don't say those words anymore. Like they don't come out of my mouth. I've heard it too many times. Because that's the most proud thing about it (laughs) is that after doing the race, you can absolutely do anything that you say and you do. So. Well, you had three teams help you get through this one. So obviously you've made some sort of impact uh, socially. Four teams. Wow. So you obviously made some sort of impact uh, positively in the social game. Is there stuff that we missed uh, that showed how you guys maybe have bonded for them to want to help you that much? Uh, yeah, a lot of it happens on airplanes. So And those don't get filmed. And a lot of it happens in airports. And um a lot of it happens on the ferry. I mean, there's ferry downtime. There's a lot of downtime where uh, the boys and us bonded really quickly. Uh, Becca helped because she was sort of in debt from what happened earlier in the day. Vank uh, came over. Vank is just blessed. Um, came back and was like, just in his Vank way. So it was like a little bit awkward and wonderful just telling me how I could do it. And then Mike, 
who was probably the reason that I finished, came back and was just amazing. So they, the four of them all helped and their partners were all seemingly okay with them taking a minute and being a minute later. So, I mean, Scott and I made it a point to, we knew we weren't going to be, hey Joe, that we weren't going to be the fastest and that we weren't going to be the strongest, but that we were going to use the other things that were necessary to get through, you know, that leg of the race and you got to use your strengths. Hmm. Well, I'm, uh, I was really impressed with the, with all the teamwork, but I, again, I didn't, I'm like, <laughs> let, her, let her, let her struggle, let her fail, let her do it. But again, that's it. We race differently. Here's the thing though. I don't, in this situation, I still remember they have that buffer. They have, um, Shamir and Sarah. So I, I did the same stuff too. When we were in back to that meat pitch thing, when I finished, there was three other teams that were struggling and they asked for help. So I'm going to take, you know, 10 seconds to go run to each of them and help them out because I know a team so far behind, like you have to build those relationships. Like you have to. I agree. That's not, that's not on the forefront of Justin's mind at all. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it definitely helped us to be able to call in some favors at different points throughout the race. Um, But it's also so interesting because I feel like on our season, yes, Sherry and Cole had a, a really good social interaction with a lot of the teams, but I felt like a lot of people on our season helped Sherry and Cole because they thought they were easy to beat in the end. And then as you saw, Sherry and Cole ended up sending a lot of other teams home. So I I wondered if there's any uh, duality to that of people helping Brooke and Scott, not saying that you're a weak team, but you can say it. I was happy to look at it. helps. I completely agree. That's a wonderful strategy. If you think, Hey, I mean, if they're going to judge you and think that you're a weak team, you might as well play into it. Yep. And we talked about that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. we said, you know, they're not going to U-turn us. They want us there. They think they can beat us. And, Absolutely. you know, I'm hoping that the race gets a little bit more artsy and a little bit more mental and a little less physical. And maybe, yeah. maybe that'll see that coming up in the very near future. Well, this leads us to the pit stop, which is Cocoa Beach. And uh, we see team mom and dad coming away with five grand cash. Congratulations. It was all time. Uh, it seemed like Beck and Floyd were minutes uh, minutes behind, uh, and then the fun meter is still on high. Uh, I'm not sure the fun meter is ever really not on high unless it yeah. is a passport. It's like either high or passport low. <laughs> yeah. To hang out with those two guys is the greatest experience ever. They just they make everyone around them happier and just like they're happy to be alive. They really do. Yeah, I didn't know if it, if it was going to get on, on people's nerves or get annoying if it's just too much. But no, they're like, so endearing. Like they yeah. just melt your heart endearing. <laughs> and I have, like, I have the hat of the Grinch and I, I like them. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beck and Floyd were right behind them. Fun meter on high. Liz and Mike, Matt and Redmond seem to finish together. Team Lolo, not far behind them as they're still on the mat when uh, they arrive. Vank and Ashton. Um, Ashton says she wants to enjoy this, but she can't. I think she just needs to drink the Kool-Aid. Just drink the Kool-Aid and have fun. You're stuck with him whether you like it or not. Just drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, that was my note. Like, not only does it stink to be with somebody that you, like, love, but to be stuck with a stranger that you're having some difficulty with, like, you're still in, like, the niceties. Um, I think, like, you keep stuff bottled inside, and I think that's kind of what's starting to come out now. All right, so let's look at this. I kind of asked this a lot. Now, looking at this dynamic, is there any chance that they can win with a dynamic like this? 
A few weeks ago, I would have told you yes. The way I've seen them start to crumble a little bit and see some things chip away, I would be shocked. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibilities, but I'd be shocked. A few weeks ago, when they were holding it together, I thought they were a very strong team, but I've started to see them chip away. Well, so, jo- uh, so, Joey, who won? Hey, Joey, no, no. Who won what? I was going to say, look at those two lunatic paparazzi people they like they fought more than I, anyone that i've ever seen in the season and a half that i watched but uh <laughs> <Season and a laughs> <half>. <laughs> but i mean and they went they went to the final three so and and yeah. i wanted to jump to the tv at them and i think they fought mm-hmm. way more than ashton the bank oh definitely oh definitely i thought, yeah. I thought she was going to throw that one dude off the cliff that time but see i think that's just how they are in real life that wasn't like them and stress under the race that's how they are and i'm sorry if they ever watch this but that is literally how they are Hi, with the bags, yeah. do your double. <laughs> <laughs> with the bags. Uh, so Brooke and Scott arrive, and it's dark outside. It seemed like uh, things were uh, pretty late. It wasn't dark. It, it was just. It was dark, but it was. It wasn't nightfall. It, the sun had just set. Okay. All right, and then but, so- but thank God, because every so often you see the light from the boom and the cameras, and you're like, yes. Sunset is a good time to arrive at a pit stop. <laughs> Help yeah. this fine Makes things a lot easier. And then the dreaded scene, the thing that nobody wants. If there's one thing you don't want on the race, it's Phil having to come out to a damn roadblock and talk to you. I thought it was going to happen to us. In Paris, Like I knew when we got to that rap in Paris, it was about to happen. And my stomach was in knots when we were walking up to it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But- it was just dreadful. The Phil comes out and says, hey, Dad, what do you say, Dad? It's time for you to go home. You don't even get to finish this leg, bro. I, don't, uh. I mean, has that really only happened? How many times has that happened? I want to say the hay bales for sure on our it season, happened. on this season. It happened, it happened in 2016. Brent and Josh's season, the two football players, they yeah. stopped them at the airport. Like two days behind. And then um, yeah. it happened in 26 with Kurt and um, – Oh, what's his name? Jordan. Yeah, Kurt, uh, no, uh, Kurt Jordan. No, Bergen. Bergen, yes. Happened to oh, them. Kurt Bergen. It's just a yeah, handful. I don't, think it happens, I don't think it happens often, really. Yeah. Record but, book. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You get your name in the record books, if nothing else. And uh, looks like that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, all right, let's go for overall leg design. Do you like that furry, bu- the furry bunching point right in the middle of the, the leg? I kind of hated it. I I didn't love it. it. It reminded me exactly of what happened to the models in our season. They were the only ones to miss the train, and then there goes the suspense for the rest of the episode. I do think yeah. I do think the ending lineup would have been a lot different without it. I'll say that much. Yeah, I kind of feel like everybody thought it was going to be a not a limb. So yeah, you knew who wasn't last, but there was that hope, and then you were kind of shocked that it wasn't a not a limb. Yeah, yeah so that could go that way. Yeah, everyone thought one thing and then something else happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I was really stunned because I thought it was going to be a non-elim to like an elimination in the next episode and t- turn out to be an elimination and then keep on racing. So Yeah. I just hate bunch points in the middle of a leg because it didn't matter what you did before that if everybody's going to yep. be on the same ferry. And I didn't think I think right. they expected everybody to be there. I don't think they expected somebody to miss that ferry. Uh, hold on. Quick question. Did everybody try to sit near like the stairs on the ferry so you could be the first one out? Did you guys all do that? Like you know, we were all in the back, just hanging out, just chilling out. But then, as we got closer to the land, people started going. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you guys run off your airplanes? 
Yeah, like that's, that's the worst part of the amazing race for me. The absolute worst is running off an airplane because you, you kind of look like an ass. Yeah, yeah no, it, you totally it do. definitely feels rude. Yeah. It feels rude. Especially in another country when you got to go to Kanye I, anyway. So see, like, what I would do They call it Kanye. <laughs> Whatever it's called, I don't know. I'm just pretending I wasn't American. I just like, excuse me, excuse me, I just want to know everywhere. <laughs> I just hold his hand and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a limo driver. I just went through the Brooke, airport. Brooke, do the, uh, do the, I can't even say it. Do the Scott run. Oh, Scott runs like this with his arms behind him. He runs like Elsa. But I can't keep up with it. So there's like a rule you have to stay close to your partner. I'm like, yeah, Scott. Right. He's like, what? And he's running like a loop. He's like, yeah. And Joey's running. Screaming. Joey's like waiting with a baby coming through. And we're like, Joey, that's your back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to some of the awards on the show. The super fan move of the episode. I'm actually going to give it to Sarah. And only because uh, it's one of our 10 commandments of the rule uh, of the race. And she quoted it. And I think it's something that should be quoted and that people should know on every episode. It's never give up because you don't know how far you really are behind other teams. Never. Um, all right, James Earl, never give up. Push no, never give up. Never give up. Mom and I Push were four and a half hours behind everyone in Paris, and we survived the net sledge. Yes, you did, because you're a strong team. And James so, Earl. Who's getting the seal clap? Seal clap. Who's getting seal the world clap famous? It's a moment that we didn't talk about, and I'm glad we didn't. But my favorite moment of this episode is when Tara gets to look at Joey and be like, what now? After they knock on that door, <laughs> and she was right, and it made me so happy. <laughs> I apologize, too. My wife almost fell over. <laughs> I loved it. Like, her face, I, I, I lived for that moment. Your wife is going to record that and play it back to herself oh, whenever she oh, wants an she apology. Right off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Diana, who are you putting in chat? This needs no introduction. It just Shamir again. I'm glad I could stop putting him in check, but, um, we really didn't talk about them at all, which I, I have no, I, I don't care at all. But when they finally get to the locks, um, he's kind of berating Sarah, like we should have done this. And he was just, he's just being a beep. And um, so cute. And like he just should have helped Sarah more when she wanted to do uh, the doors. He just kind of stood around and was like, "Oh, we're just gonna go around in circles." I mean, he just did not look like he was being effective. And then I'm just gonna say, "But what do I know? It could have just been his edit." But I just, I just, just want to say, to someone who is, you know, the edits are the edits, and so Shamir. Right. You say and do everything that they show. Yes, so, but you say and do a whole lot more that they don't. So there's. Exactly. Well, that's why it's like, yeah, it's hard for him. A bad word in the edit, but what do I know? Corey, who's getting your uh, what? Cockadoodle doo doo? What? My my LOL moment is definitely going to red for saying that whole conversation with him and Matt after they had checked in. Him saying, "I was telling Brooke just to stay calm," and and Matt says, "Matt says, oh, I heard she doesn't like that," and he goes, "Well, that's exactly why I kept saying it." He did it so sweetly. He'd grab your arm. But you're calm, right? <laughs> that was the best. I was correct. Did you know that he was like when? Okay, when Scott said it, Sarah. Um, oh my God, Brooke. Brooke did you yeah. like what? It definitely was not the same when Redmond was saying it. Correct. When you mean in Panama, when Scott said it? Yes, when Scott said it, it was not the same as when Redmond was saying it. 
correct? Your Redmond gave me a big hug. And we were <laughs> <laughs> he actually not, made you calm down. Yes, but Scott's also was like, just calm down. And I'm like, just no, telling me to calm down doesn't work. I'm calm, I'm calm, whatever. Right. Like, it's not, right. Scott and I have a dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love all around. So, Joey, you're not getting a lot of screen time on the race. That could be a good thing and a bad thing because I don't think Joey and Kelsey got much of screen time uh, relatively to to uh, how they finished along in the race, and they wound up winning it. So you may be able to make me eat my words by saying I didn't think you and Tara had a chance at winning the race because uh, you obviously won back-to-back. Is there anything that you want the people to know now that you have this platform and there's millions and millions of people not watching? <laughs> For the dozens, <laughs> for the dozens watching at home, <laughs> shade. <laughs> just you know, just keep watching because it's such a great experience. And I've said this a, a bunch of times, and you all can attest to the same thing. To actually have this experience and to bring it to someone else, and they call some people call the superfans lunatics that they live vicariously through, and they should because to have this experience and to bring this to people is incredible. And for people to be that passionate about it and to be that, have, be that passionate about it, that Brooke can or can't do something or that me and Tara are arguing or that Shamir's nuts are awesome, whatever it is, they're <laughs> all paying attention and they're living vicariously through us. So that it, it's just awesome to do. So we're, it doesn't really matter where I finish or Brooke finishes or Shamir finishes it, that we get to just do this. And it's just incredible. I just hope it keeps going because I'm the super fan now and I'm going to, I don't know, I'll join your podcast after for season 30, 31. Yeah. Uh, well, I definitely want to give you, uh, I know I'm going to give you shit throughout the whole season. Cause you're from, uh, you know, Massachusetts area and, and you know, it's New York. And I'm taller. Uh, a little bit, about an inch. No, you have hair. Of you have hair. <laughs> well, I could do it with and without the hair, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Justin, can I, I, I really... say something really quickly? Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. I just want to say, like, what to, to what Joey said, super fans are incredible and amazing, and I love how people are so invested and involved. But be invested and involved positively because we are not, these are characters that they make you out to be on TV. And yes, I am... I said everything and did everything that they said, and I am not faulting any edits. I'm just saying, Joey knows me outside. Like I am not as tightly wound and as high strung as I look there. It's a different situation, but you know, we are people. And I know that there are people in past seasons who feel the same way. And I know that there are people out there, just be positive role models for people out there because a lot of people saying things have children and children learn from you. So just keep it positive people like we we're good people and everyone deserves to be treated positively absolutely you, I agree. you want that's to go so sing karaoke with brooke that's what you want to do yes brooke's <laughs> all the staff. they are the karaoke queens all of them so when people get like that this is what i tell them i remind them of them playing like monopoly on a saturday night with their family and by the end of it like someone's flipping the table and yelling <laughs> in person imagine that like running across the giant world, not eating, not sleeping, and running 14 to 22 miles a day. Like, that's what happens, and that's why we get the way we do. It doesn't mean we're bad people. Absolutely. Agree, yeah. and I can take it, but, like, I got to run around the world. Like, you know, I have no regrets and no negative negativity about it at all, but there are there are people getting some backlash, and, and be, just be no, nice. Getting, you're just hurtful people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your backlash is a little undue, and they're comparing you to, to people that they shouldn't be comparing you to, and uh, but some people take it a little too seriously, and they kind of, you know what I hate? I can't stand uh, I'm so, the, the ones that say, oh, like, you took their spot. 
Like you don't deserve to be there. <laughs> or or you took their or spot. they say like, you signed up for this. No, I did not sign up to be like yeah ridiculed. I, I signed up to be on the show. I didn't sign up to be a a, a, a beat a beat up dummy for you online. And right. I reached out to your whole cast and I tried to let you guys know that there's going to be people that'll try to bring you down. But there's always people like the people that come and support the show that love the show. All that'll, eighty that'll, of us right now. That'll boost. <laughs> that'll, you know, so awesome. They'll boost your ego or whatever. And they're amazing and they're out there and I love them. But like, make fun Focus of what I do on, on the show, but don't make it personal. Like, that's not cool, yeah. people. But Focus I, on I the can positive. Laugh. Mock me on the show. That's cool. I had a great time around the world. It was incredible. <laughs> well, I thank you guys. All right. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to stop this. Hang up. I'm going to hang up right on back. all you guys. And then I'm going to call you right back. There's another link right there on the page. It'll be a second page. Just so that the YouTube uh, video is not two hours long. It'll be yeah. two one-hour videos. Awesome. Well, so as always, we appreciate up. each and every one of you for coming by and hanging out with us. Wow. You made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.